The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are in the world. It's a pleasure to have your company. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I want to start today's show by asking you a question. Do you have a mission or a purpose for your life? Maybe even a goal. Now, you know my mission in life is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want. And I do that by bringing you the people who can help you achieve your goals. Well, today's guest has an enormous mission and it's so clear. See what you think of this. To become the world's number one work-at-home billionaire. Now, wait, not in net worth, but by creating over 1,000 other internet marketing millionaires before his 77th birthday. Now, how's that for clarity and stretch? And of course, there are not too many people in the world who would actually put themselves out there and share that. Our guest today, though, is super passionate about helping others and is well-placed to achieve his goal. In fact, since 1993, he has generated nearly $400 million in sales and profits for his strategic alliance partners, clients and students on five continents. Our guest today is known as the Warren Buffett of the internet because of his unique ability to make money for his partners, clients and students. We're talking, of course, with Alex Mondosian, CEO and founder of Marketing Online. Welcome, Alex. Thanks so much for joining us today. Shirley, thank you. I wish my mother, Carol, could hear that introduction so she figures out what I finally do. (laughs) I love that, yes. A lot of our family members don't quite know. (laughs) Alex, I have to say, your bio reads like a who's who of success. Your weekly blog is read by over 155,000 subscribers. You've shared the stage with diverse thought leaders such as Richard Branson, Harvey Mackay, Donald Trump, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, Suze Orman, Mikhail Gorbachev and the Dalai Lama. You've pioneered internet marketing innovations such as online audio with Audio Generator in 2003, online video with Instant Video Generator in 2004, crowdsourcing with Ask Database in 2005, Telesummits with Virtual Seminar Week in 2006 and Google Plus Hangouts monetization with Hangout Marketing Secrets in 2013. And most impressive, you're able to convert your annual income in 2001 into a monthly income by 2003 and then into an hourly income. That's 16 times more by 2006. 
So it's safe to say, Alex, that you know a thing or two about internet marketing and, of course, business. And today for our listeners, you're going to share how to become a citizen reporter so you can broadcast your brilliance by interviewing other people. Now, Alex, that almost seems like an oxymoron to me. How can you broadcast your brilliance by interviewing others? And more importantly for our listeners who are in business and in some capacity, why would they want to? Well, the same way Larry King has broadcasted his brilliance over 5,000 interviews or the same way Oprah Winfrey broadcasted her brilliance with thousands of interviews, the same way you, surely broadcast your brilliance by interviewing others, by the, having the ability to interview a thought leader, then you borrow their authority and that escalates you as an influencer just by association, by being on the same call, by being on the same video, by being on the same blog, written format, audio format, visual format, it doesn't matter. Be Becoming a citizen reporter and interviewing people um, can do a lot more for your influence than actually getting to know them at physical events, virtual events, or meeting them by phone. So it's not really an oxymoron. It's, it's the way to connect with people. And because it's a public interview like this one is, then rapport is built by doing your research, which you have, you know my background, and by making me look good because I'm the source of the interview, whereas usually the tables are turned and I'm in your position where I'm the interviewer, not the interviewee. So I hope that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us, Alex, then what influenced you to pick this topic? You know, and why is it that you do what you do? Well, I enjoy serving others and I enjoy researching others. And by doing that, um, I enjoy making others look good through interviews. So back in 2001, something terrible happened in September. And uh, around the 11th of September, Mm -hmm. two buildings came toppling down in Manhattan, where I used to live the year before for for over eight years. And um, that tragedy actually had a big impact on my business because when those buildings came down, all of the airways were shut down and people were no longer flying. And people in the speaking and and seminar space um, in that business, they will recall that their business completely came to a halt. Mm. All all the events were canceled. So I had many people reaching out to me, well-known speakers and authors and trainers, many of whom you just mentioned. And they asked me if they could get on my teleseminars because that was a virtual way of speaking. You know, they still were speaking, but there was no way for them to get in front of crowds since the airways were shut down more or less and events were being canceled. But that, in effect, made me famous in the area of teleseminars, which is a virtual speaking broadcast. And by interviewing others, I became the Larry King of teleseminars and eventually the Larry King of Google Hangouts because I've done so many interviews. And so um, I believe that the, the thing that influenced me the most is finding out how fast I can gain influence by borrowing the authority of other people that I'm interviewing, much like you do. Wow. And, and I love the way that you've put that there. So you gain authority by borrowing the influence of others. You know, in fact, I've never really thought about it that way. Uh, and it's interesting when you talk about speakers and speaking 
virtually. I know on one of my mind movies and visualizations, I always had a, a microphone to represent speaking internationally, which is one of my goals. <laughs> then it showed up in the radio show rather than me being on stages. So I can certainly get where you're coming from in terms of the speakers being put forward and um, yeah, certainly as a result of that tragedy. So, Alex, can you explain then what you mean by becoming a citizen reporter? Like, we know now why, but um, what exactly does it mean to become a citizen reporter? Well, I think it began when a young um, newspaper man visited the richest man in the world at the time in the United States. He was originally from Scotland, the richest man. Um, Andrew Carnegie was his name. He was a steel magnate um, and really built up U.S. steel. And a gentleman had entered his office, and uh, that gentleman was a newspaper man I'm speaking of, and that was Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And Hill at the time was young. Um, he was a reporter. And what Carnegie did is he, he summoned him and sponsored him, uh, not so much paying him, but giving him access to 500 or so of the wealthiest men and women at the time to figure out the science of success, which was his first book. Eventually, uh, it morphed into Think and Grow Rich. And so Napoleon Hill, I think, was one of the first citizen reporters um, where, as a citizen, he interviewed the success secrets of uh, millionaires at the time, which would be comparable to billionaires of today. And he put together a compilation of what ended up becoming 17 principles. There were 13 to start with and then eventually turned into 17 principles. One of them is definiteness of purpose. That's one of the principles in Think and Grow Rich. And what it is, it's a compilation of um, ideas, secrets, strategies, techniques, tactics of successful men and women. And so Hill is a citizen reporter. Now, um, a citizen reporter is someone who is not being paid as a reporter. A citizen reporter is someone who is a civilian um, acting as a reporter and eventually um, adding value by reporting on news that um, they're stumbling upon. Now, this has happened in the Middle East with citizen reporters having an iPhone or a smartphone and reporting on an atrocity that's happening so that that atrocity stops. Um, It could be at the um, Academy Awards where Someone could just be walking by and not even going into the building and and reporting on people walking on the red carpet on the runway. These citizen reporters are like you and I, and they end up reporting news to their own tribes, which end up becoming massive thanks to the social media um, outlets such as YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and you know them all. So citizen reporting is what we're doing right now. Um, But rather than getting paid as a reporter for a newspaper, television station, or radio station, we're doing it as citizens and then eventually uh, creating authority and influence by having access to certain niches, as you would say in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we call them niches here. And um, speaking to a a segment uh, of the population. For me, it's consultants and coaches. Uh, that's, That's my... Uh, niche that um, I speak to because those are my clients and so I do citizen reporting to them and I I interview thought leaders who can help them grow their businesses and teach them how to convert more 
prospects into clients. They're very good at working in their businesses. They're not as good as working on their businesses to grow it. So citizen reporting is a very important aspect for any business, even to interview your competitors if you want to have extensive authority in your industry or niche. Wow. Now, now that's a really interesting point, and we've got about a minute or so before we head to break, but I'd love you to start talking about that because I'm imagining all of our listeners sitting there and their ears popping up and going, what? <laughs> You'd interview your competitor? Sure. Well, uh, briefly, and then we can continue in the next segment, is if you can identify who the top influencers are in your area of expertise or in your area of interest, we call it your topic of influence, TOI, and you identify who they are and then have a weekly show. It could be a podcast, it could be a blog, it could be a web TV show like I have every Friday, and interview them. They're no longer competitors. They're what you would call coopetition. You're cooperating with them to learn best practices for the industry and not as competitors. So what a great way to change the landscape from competition to coopetition, and that's what I do every single week, and I hope other people um, start adopting that philosophy because there is no competition with the Internet. It's all about coopetition. Wow. Fascinating. So we're just going to take a quick sh- a short break and we'll be back with you shortly because I want to explore more of this and, and help you to be able to do that in your industry. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. We're back. And 
This is just an amazing interview this morning, listening to Alex Mondosian, CEO and founder of Marketing Online. And Alex is talking about why you would want to become what he calls a citizen reporter. And a citizen reporter is somebody who goes out and interviews other people of influence, not necessarily getting paid as a reporter. And the reason to do that is because you can create influence and authority for yourself by borrowing others. Now, just before we went to break, Alex was mentioning about co-opetition by interviewing your competitors. Alex, just tell us a little bit more about that because, you know, you said it's a really powerful strategy. Well, it's probably the single most powerful strategy I've utilized over the years. I don't really look at anyone as a competitor. I don't look at anyone as stealing business away from me. Because um, as a result of interviewing an influencer who knows more than I do or who has more influence in the market than I do, um, I end up, we're going to go back to this term again, borrowing their credibility and their authority by interviewing them. And if I have a weekly show, it could be 10 minutes, it could be 20 minutes. Mine happens to be one hour every week because I've done over 4,000 interviews, so over time, you get better at it, and you, know, you can have longer interviews like this one. What ends up happening is you have a list of people whom you've interviewed, and they get to know, like, and trust you. And when you get to know someone, they no longer become a competitor. It's not like running for office where people are competing with each other in an election. What ends up happening is um, you end up getting to know each other, and you you can feed each other business because there's really no direct competition there's always indirect competition happening and there's plenty of business out there. I believe that the question mark is more powerful than the exclamation point. Another Carnegie said that, Dale Carnegie, of how to influence friends and uh, how to win friends and influence people, which is a uh, national, international bestseller for many, many years, translated in, I think, over 40 languages. And what that means is when you're interviewing someone, you're doing the questioning. When you're getting interviewed, you are doing the answering. Well, what's more powerful, the question or the answer? I believe the question. He or she who asks questions is in the driver's seat or is in control of that interview. So I prefer to be the, the interviewer versus the interviewee, which I am right now. So I'm making statements and declarations and I'm giving answers. And um, I can only shepherd this interview in the direction that you want it to go because you're in, you're asking the question. So what better way to get free exposure, to get marketing reach, to get widespread visibility because everyone has their own broadcasting station from the comfort of their home or office now with Facebook and with LinkedIn and with Google and with Twitter and there's all these live casting um, platforms such as um, Periscope and Blab and Google Hangouts and Facebook Live, YouTube Live, um, you really have a lot more control than you think you do and a lot more exposure. So who better than to interview than the people who have more influence than you do? I call that a competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just sitting here and you were saying about asking questions and being in the driver's seat, but I'll tell you what you've been saying this morning has uh, taken me completely away from that because I'm just sitting here thinking, wow, how clever, you know, and the way that you're able to explain this is just 
really easy for people to understand. And there are so many points that that is raising more and more questions in my mind. And so just for our viewers too, you, you I just want to mention that you do have a weekly show on Hangouts and that's uh, marketingonlinehangout.com. And when is that? Um, well, it's um, live every Friday in the U.S. Pacific time at high noon at 12 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. And in Australia, it's early, early in the morning. But we have a lot of Aussies listening and a lot of people from Asia listening on Saturday, the following day, some Kiwis as well from New Zealand, because they're just used to getting on live and they like to ask questions. Now, it's recorded and it's eventually um, listened to thousands of people every single week on the recording side of things. But there's a certain advantage of coming in live because you get to ask questions. And so um, it's a live streaming hangout. um, And live streaming means it's live, just like this. Uh And then there's another kind of broadcasting, which is called recorded live, where um, it's a recording of an interview, or it could be content delivered by an authority. And then that's put on iTunes or Stitcher to be consumed on a delay where they're listening to the the feed or the recording um, and they subscribe to that. So I prefer live broadcasting because it's just more fun for me. Yes, it certainly keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. <laughs> it does and, and you have to prepare for it. So you have to be a little bit more formal and I like that. Yes, and in, in talking about um, preparing for it, one of the things for me is that I always like to know how I'm going to start the interview and then as we have a conversation, the questions can evolve. But um, one of the things that I've learned from you is the actual template for the questions and you, you have a wonderful template that people can adapt to any particular subject or any particular person that they're interviewing. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that because it, it really is helpful. Thank you. We teach interviewing skills as a part of our services. And um, the interview template is not only simple, but it's designed sequentially to get the most out of an interview. So um, the beauty of being able to interview people, even if you're shy or skeptical or you're not a people person, it really gives you the advantage because building rapport with someone else on an interview that is public has so much more impact than getting to know someone privately. Because when you interview them publicly, there's some magic that happens that cements that relationship faster, better, stronger, bolder. And I found that one hour interview um, makes the my guests feel like they've known me for 10 years, whereas a one hour meeting gets them to know me for one hour. It's, it's a fascinating concept, but uh, I'm sure you've had the same experience at some level. Yes, yes, and I'm just thinking about that as you say that, and you're right, because part of it is that you know that people are listening, and so part of it is you want to make sure that the content and the information is relevant to people, um, as opposed to just having a private conversation. So, so Alex, coming back to being a citizen reporter, and I'm thinking about some of our business owners who were in bricks and mortar businesses and they might be thinking well you know that's all well and good but you know I'm I'm here and I've got my customers to serve Um, can't really see how being a a citizen reporter would help me. Well I'm going to say this because um, many of my clients are uh, brick and mortar uh, professional service people whether they're 
in the bookkeeping business, financial services, there are chiropractors, dentists, um, even landscapers and uh, plumbers. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. Um, in most cases, if you have a brick and mortar business where you have an office space and your, your customer reach is about, let's say, 20 kilometers, uh-huh. right? Um, well, how can this help you grow your business? Well, you're still going to reach people within that 20-kilometer range, but you're going to reach more people because they're going to discriminate in your favor versus somebody else. Let's take a, a dry cleaner, for example. There, there are many dry cleaners, and in New York City, where I used to live, there's, a, there's two or three dry cleaners every single block, so it's, it's very highly competitive. But if I were the only dry cleaner that had show uh, a show about dry cleaning tips and questions to ask a dry cleaner before putting, you know, sending my clothes through that service and, and facility. And I interviewed other dry cleaners to get their tips and tactics and make them famous through a weekly show of, let's say, 10 minutes, and I, I was on iTunes. Then, yes, I'm still going to pull from, for a dry cleaner, it could be from a one-kilometer you know, um, range of driving distance. It's very, very short. But I'm going to get more people within that one kilometer. I may even get people from 10 kilometers because they drive extra to me because I'm famous. I have the talk show. So a talk show makes you famous whether you're uh, shy or not. And by having marketing reach and visibility throughout the world, what ends up happening is you become the more credible and preferred vendor in that class of trade because you're more famous. Now, Let's take someone who's written a book. If you have a mechanic who's written a book, you know, Seven Secrets on how to have your car last longer, you know, the mechanic's um, guide to longer lasting, better, um, more durable car, right? Uh-huh. So I, just, I just made that up. But let's <laughs> say that was a book that was on the counter when they came in to wait for a quote. Doesn't that give me instant credibility by having that book. Of course it does. And the reason people write books is to have credibility. Many times it's a 200-page business card. They don't make money on the book, but they gain credibility to make more money as a result of the authority the book gives them. That's where author comes from. It's authority, author, a T, right? Uh So author is in the word authority. Now, what's better than a book? Well, rather then writing the book with your hands and typing it, how about you have a weekly show, you interview people, and people that are um, you know, experts in your area of expertise and topic, your area of influence, and over the course of 10 or 12 weeks, you will have enough chapters to write a book. And you're curating the content through your weekly show. You could do this um, at any time. Uh, Shirley. I mean, you have so much content from all your interviews, you could actually write a book, you know, Success Secrets of, right, uh-huh. and, and, and pick the niche. And so then your, your show not only gets you more credibility because you now have a talk show, but the show itself is the, is the curation and the content generation for the book itself. So you're writing with your mouth, not with your hands. You're writing with your microphone, right, not with your keyboard. So I think that there are additional benefits of becoming a citizen reporter, even uh, if you're a brick-and-mortar business, because you will be acting global, but you're generating income locally. So that's what they say, think global, act local, and it gives you an unfair advantage when 
you have a weekly show. I know many people who have local TV shows um, that have tire stores, right? Mm-hmm. And they end up getting the business. Why? Because they're the credible and preferred vendor in that class of trade. So um, if people don't believe that, then I hope that someone who does believe it competes with the people who don't believe it because they will wipe them out if they're in the same area um, within a city. You know, and, and that just reminded me then when you said that you become the credible preferred vendor. And when we go to networking events and things, we're always talking about uh, people do business with people that they know, like and trust. And so what we're saying today is that here's a really great way to get people to know you, to like you and to trust you because now you are being seen as this uh authority in your particular and I'll say niche (laughs) I find that really difficult to say Um, yeah and so what we've been talking about here we're just going to go for a quick break is how you can actually leverage and market your own business whether that's bricks and mortar or it could be over the internet but you can actually use this as a marketing tool to increase your reach and to become the preferred vendor. So stay with us because we've got a whole lot more to share with you. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. We're back. And I... I often imagine the listeners as we're having these conversations and today I can see you sitting there and thinking initially, oh, I'm not interested in being a citizen reporter, you know, what would I know? And then suddenly, bing, on goes the light bulb and go, hang on a minute, 
wow, I can actually use this strategy to increase my credibility, my authority, and then to actually increase my business. So we've been talking with Alex Mondosian, CEO and founder of Marketing Online. Now, Alex is going to give us the real juice on how. How do we do this? Well, um, every business is a marketing business, surely. Um, Businesses do three things. And when we have a consulting client or a coaching client, we tell them that you do some form of production. You're producing something in your business for someone else to consume. Um, for a dentist, let's say, they're producing, they're doing a root canal or they're, they're filling a tooth. They're actually you know, focusing on production. Then there's operations. And that's the bookkeeping, the finance, the management of the business. And then there's marketing. And marketing is bringing people into the business as clients or customers or patients, whatever you call them, I'll call them customers for the catch-all term, and of the three functions of a business, production, operations, and marketing, two out of the three cost money, and one out of the three, marketing, actually makes money. And yet, many people don't look at themselves as marketers. They look at outsourcing the marketing to someone else, which is like giving up a newborn baby to an orphanage. You would never do that. But that's exactly what it's like. So let's just suspend disbelief for a moment and say, okay, you're going to take charge of your marketing and work on your business so that you actually have money to function as the operations of the part of the business and actually something to produce. Uh-huh. You, have some, you have some patients or clients and customers to do production with, whether it's doing um, a uh, tax audit or uh, doing a, a, a tax return or mowing a lawn if you're a, a landscape professional or doing financial services. There's always some form of production, but you can't do it without the marketing of bringing that client in and acquiring that client or customer. So of the marketing things that you can do, most people don't like selling. They, they hate the rejection part. Some people think that um, selling plays no part in their business, right? So in the cases where selling and promotion is voodoo and uh-huh. is, is not embraced, well, what better way than to enroll and engage people into your business than being a citizen reporter and through editorial content, through non-promotional content, get curiosity, get attention, interest, desire, and even action to do business with you. So um, this is all we're talking about. It's not a matter if you're a good interviewer or not. It's a matter of bringing new customers and clients or patients into your business by becoming the go-to authority, the go-to gal or guy in your industry or niche. And who's that person? The person who interviews other thought leaders or the person who interviews them for a book or for a show or for um, a TV or radio um, weekly show. Now, because of the internet, anyone can do this. So how do you do it? Well, first, you have to know what your topic is. So let's say you're a landscaper and you live in California, which is my home state here in the United States. Okay, so let's say that you want to provide five tips on how to landscape. So we'll call them the five secrets on creating a beautiful backyard in in landscaping, right? Uh So uh, creating an editorial calendar, and this is where you don't even have to interview anyone. This is you just producing content because you you know your business. I'm assuming you know your business and you know your target audience. So with landscapers, they're not dealing with people in high-rise apartments. With landscapers, 
in most cases, are not dealing with people in any kind of apartment complex. They're dealing with homes, with families, with backyards and front yards to landscape. So they know their target audience, and they're going to provide five tips on low-cost landscaping strategies. All right. So let's say that was the topic, and those five tips, which could just as easily be 10 tips or seven tips, I'm just going to use five because it's a simple number. Now, if you decide to have a 20-minute show every week, and you decide to record it because you don't like to go live because you're nervous about going live because you may make some mistakes. No problem because you can always re-record something into a microphone that no one needs to hear except for the uh, except for the shows that you are proud of. So you make it 20 minutes each. Why 20 minutes? Because that's the length of a typical commute in a city. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, the five tips to uh, to make a garden look great. Okay, that's... That's for the landscaper. Now, five tips will get you six weeks of content, 20 minutes each. So I recommend you do what I do. You teach yourself to have one day to produce content, and you do six shows on one day, and they're 20 minutes each. And you can redo any one where you flub or you mess up. So show number one is going to be the five tips for landscaping or financial services or dentistry. Just pick your topic. And then show two will be going deep and narrow on your first tip. Show three will be going deep and narrow, again, for 20 minutes, on tip number two. Then the following week would be tip number three, then four, then five. So the first week, and you're doing all this on one day, so you take a couple hours and you're done for six weeks of content, and you put it on iTunes, which anyone can do. And so five tips will get you six weeks of content. Week number one is going shallow on each topic and wide. So tip one, tip two, tip three, tip four, tip five, within 20 minutes. And then week two, you go deep on tip one. You go nice and deep. And guess what? You're your own sponsor. So this show is sponsored by, and then plug in your company name. That's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. What a great way. You got six weeks of unshameless promotion. And so that's called an editorial calendar. Five tips will get you six weeks Seven tips will get you eight weeks. The first week you go broad, shallow in the topic and go wide with each tip. And then the following weeks you go narrow and deep into each tip so that by the time you're done in six weeks and you've released the content, which is the same day of the week on iTunes, ideally, you end up commanding that topic and you become the preferred vendor in that class of trade. That is how I teach my students, and that is how many of our case studies have become authorities out of thin air. Wow. Wow. Now, I hope, listeners, that you really got that because that was gold. Alex has just given you how to become the authority, how to become the preferred vendor in your particular niche, in your particular location. Wow. So, Alex, um, one of the questions that I imagine people will now have is, well, okay, I I do this and I record them and I put them up there and you're the internet guru. I'm going to call you that because, I mean, you've been working in this arena for so long. How do they then get to be known? How do do they, um, you know, from starting with putting it out there, what happens then? Well, You've heard of word of mouth marketing, how most business grow, you know, word of mouth, right, Mm -hmm. Shirley? Yes. Well, I'm going to suggest something that people do naturally, which is called word of mouse, word of mouse, as in your (laughs) computer mouse. So 
if you have a Facebook account, which most people do, okay, several billion anyway, if you have a LinkedIn account and you're in a business, which millions do, if you have a Twitter account, um, if you have a YouTube account, those are four channels. There are many, many more, but let's just take those four through the networking effect for free. You don't have to buy ads yet. You don't have to buy traffic yet. You can certainly do that, but you don't have to by simply putting bits and pieces of your content on each of those channels every single week. Week one, you put how many Twitter posts is in a 20-minute show? A lot. That's what you do all week is you, you tweet those. Now you have something to do on Twitter. Not, you're not just aimlessly tweeting. Most people don't even know what to tweet about. <laughs> <laughs> now you have something to do. On Facebook, what do you do? Rather than gossiping or rather than just acknowledging um, uh, personal uh, Facebook interactions, why not professional? Why not get the word out on your show? Now, if you do this week after week after week on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, then what ends up happening, if those channels are connected, then little you becomes big you. And just through the networking effect, naturally word of mouth will take over. And if you speak at a few virtual events in your industry, or maybe um, you become um, a speaker at one of your trade association events, small one or big one, doesn't matter. If you're interviewing people, you're an authority by just by default. Uh, because you know you interview people so they think of you as the authority well as a result of that you get more exposure as a result of the exposure and visibility you get more customers as a result of more customers you get more word of mouth because that person that's how they refer to you is the star or the celebrity in this class of trade everyone else is just a dentist just a chiropractor just a car mechanic just a landscaper but that person has a weekly show and anyone can do it. Why be fourth, fifth, or sixth when you can be the first in your niche? If no one's doing it, you have a huge advantage. So that's how you get additional exposure is first create the content and let word of mouse take over. It'll take somewhere between four to eight weeks and watch what happens. Actually, many of your guests who are authorities will promote you because they were interviewed by you. So they want to tell their tribe, hey, listen to this interview, and they'll send you traffic. That's exactly what they do with me. Wow. Yeah, that is so generous. Thank you so much. And I love that too, word of mouth. Oh, man. And, and Alex, one of the things that I really admire about you is that you have this ability to take up the technology, to take up the tools that are available. And I know for a lot of us, we sit back and go, oh, yeah, that's very interesting, but not you. You look at it, you study it, and then you work out how to use it and to use it to your advantage. And then rather than keeping it a secret for yourself, you actually do share that with, with people. So I just want to acknowledge you for that because that what you've just shared there is gold. And so everybody listening, you know that what we do here at Reclaim Your Freedom is to bring you the people that will help you with your business and we want to inspire, educate and support you. Well, today you're certainly getting an education and uh, if your light bulbs aren't going off, then <laughs> I don't know what because I can tell you mine is. So we are going to take a short break and when we come back, Alex is going to share some of the roadblocks that you might overcome in order to uh, 
make this happen and then get a bit of a plan together. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to reclaim your freedom with shirley dalton if you have a question or a comment about the program please send an email to questions at dalton business systems.com again that's questions at dalton business systems.com now back to reclaim your freedom and welcome back everyone well if you've been listening this morning i think one of the things that you might have noticed is that alex gives you great structure He actually gives you a step-by-step process and not just in what he's been talking about today, but if you look at any of the work that Alex does, there's always a structure. And Alex, we're going to be looking now at the roadblocks that people might find and they might be thinking, wow, I'm excited to become a citizen reporter now. I get it and I can see what I have to do. What might get in my way? Well, the three roadblocks that always get in people's way, not only as a citizen reporter, but in business, in life, in building a family, in having any civic duties in government. These three happen again and again, even in spiritual practice. The first roadblock is not getting started. And we call that the evil twin procrastination. There are two P's that are evil twins. And the first P it stands for procrastination, and it's just not getting started. You, you hear the interview end. You say, wow, that was interesting. Life hits you like a shovel to your forehead, and mm-hmm. then you move on, and then you never get started. So how on earth are you going to become a citizen reporter, build authority, borrow influence from others if you don't get started? Okay, and then pretty soon most people, and these are students I'm speaking of, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well, we rationalize that, oh, it's not going to work anyway, you know, so what, what difference does it make? So not getting started or procrastination is barrier number one. It shouldn't be um, completely um, void of, of anyone's 
uh, mindset because <laughs> there's a little bit of procrastination in every single day. The second P or the second roadblock is called perfectionism and that's not finishing. So the first one is not getting started, but then there's not finishing because it's got to be perfect. Well, that interview wasn't perfect, so I'm not going to publish it. Or that content wasn't ideal, so I'm going to re-record it until you have 20 iterations and you never publish it because it's just not perfect. Um, there is an Alexism. I have 140 isms that I've spoken over the years. Uh, in the last 25 years, I've spoken from stage. And uh, one of the Alexisms, I call it, is the following. Sloppy success is better than perfect mediocrity. Sloppy success is better than perfect mediocrity. Bill Gates knew this when he launched Microsoft. Steve Jobs knew this when he launched Apple. Oprah Winfrey knew this when she launched her interview show. Warren Buffett knew this when he launched his investment company. It's better to get started and to finish, even if it's a little sloppy, than to do neither. So, Number one, not getting started, procrastination. Number two, not finishing, that's perfectionism, two evil twins. The third is called not finding a mentor, not finding someone who has plowed the ground before you, not finding someone whom you can model. And when I say mentor, I mean someone whom you can pay, not just someone as a guru, a llama, a guide, a tutor, a maestro. They call it different things in different countries, but whatever you want to call it, someone who has actually plowed the ground before you is going to save you money versus cost you money in the long run because they know what not to do. The only thing worse than going in the wrong direction is going in the wrong direction enthusiastically. <laughs> That's another Alexism. Okay, so the if you get rid of those roadblocks, then you are set to become an authority because even if it's not perfect, and if you get started and you find a mentor or at least model one until you can afford to pay him or her, then you are one of the few who do. And you're utilizing the power of interviews and broadcasting, broadcasting your brilliance as your chief marketing strategy, which is much better than artificially sweetening your business, which is called marketing, which is what I do. Because I'm an artificial sweetener with editorial content. No one doubts it. With marketing, they know I'm selling. So uh -huh. they doubt they doubt me more. So why not take advantage of the power of editorial because people believe the media, most of the media anyway, because they think that there is an unbiased angle to that reporting, especially if you're interviewing a competitor. Imagine how unbiased you have to be. So I think it's a great way to live. And I've taught hundreds of people how to do this. Kay Chong, who's a 29-year-old pharmacist in um, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, she knew nothing about marketing. She took content to curate. Curation is, is gathering and systematizing information from other bloggers. She didn't like her voice. She didn't like her face on video, although she's very attractive and she's got a great voice. She didn't like her accent. And so as a result, she started blogging. And over time, by connecting with influencers in her area of expertise, which happens to be um, nutrition. What she does is she teaches frequent flyers how to eat properly because they're always flying around, right? And so she has diets, special diets for frequent flyers. Talk about a great niche. How mm -hmm. narrow is that? And uh, she got her first $25,000 sponsor from her blog. 
and she monetized it. Anthony Frank, who was a search engine optimizer, he wanted to become a highly paid speaker. He was shy to go on stage, so he said, well, I'll just do a talk show on Google Hangouts, and I'll talk about my topic, which is search engine optimization. So what he did is he taught people how to blog and optimize their blog posts so that Google takes notice, and his weekly show ended up becoming one of the top shows in its area of trade, and now he's getting paid to speak on stage. Justina um, Pasjanek is from Krakow, Poland. Um, she's a teacher, um, and she now teaches Polish-speaking entrepreneurs how to become more productive, and she's launched her own academy. It's not a physical place or building. It's virtual, and all of these were driven by talk shows. I can go on and on. We have Kat Schreer, who um, has a show on water in Washington, D.C. Um, she she has a nonprofit. Her job is not to make money, but to get sponsorship from corporations because she feels we're going to have a water crisis like many countries do. And as a result, her weekly show, which is called The Water Show, gets more exposure than if she were trying to market that same content because it's editorial content. And, of course, she's in the nation's capital here in the U.S., Washington, D.C. So I could go on and on and give you many examples. We have grandmothers of seven grandchildren. We have folks who are teaching uh, spiritual texts like the Kabbalah and teaching men and women how to have better relationships. We have copywriters um, who didn't know a thing about how to write copy, but they're in their own niche, such as engineering, Irene Scott, whom you know. Mm -hmm. and, and she ends up getting more LinkedIn connections and high-end clients because of her weekly show. So without the weekly show, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour like mine, you don't have the consistency and the marketing reach to make this happen. And you have to overcome the fear of getting started, the fear of finishing, and the fear of hiring someone who's already done it before you. Those are the roadblocks, and they are there. You have to be able to destroy them in order to get to the next phase. Alex, thanks so much for sharing. And yes, we have interviewed Irene on our show as well. Um, and I love what you said before about being in business and that is you producing something, you have your operations and your marketing and what you've been sharing with us today is how to become a citizen reporter and how to become the authority with the credibility by borrowing other people's um, influence and then you've given us some wonderful examples of people that have done that and you've also shared with us how you can do that um, and that is by having your editorial calendar. We've got about two minutes left and if people want to know more then you've got a free gift for them that they can get from shirleysradiogifts.com. Would you um, quickly explain to people what that is? Well many people spend years and years writing a book. I spent 25 years speaking this book that's called Alexisms mm -hmm. is useful life lessons of a serial entrepreneur, a recovering serial entrepreneur, that's me. Mm -hmm. And there are 140 little sayings, less than 140 characters because they're great Twitter tweets. And it took me 25 years to gather. It took me 25 hours to write and publish. And it takes anyone 25 minutes to read. So a long bathroom break, or just um, before you go to bed, you can read the whole thing in one sitting and they're very useful little tips. They're like quotes and uh, hopefully if you have a speech or if you have a show, you can borrow them because none of it is original. I've curated and copied and modeled other people whose shoulders I've stood on 
by borrowing those Alexisms over the past 25 years. Thank you. And I have read read the Alexisms and I can tell you that they really do get you started and thinking. And I love the Alexism that you have about sloppy success is better than perfect mediocrity. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, ladies and, and gentlemen, I... I I'm sitting here and I'm just about speechless and thank goodness that it's the end of the show because um, there's so much that I want to go and do now. And as Alex said, uh, the three roadblocks is not getting started, overcoming perfectionism, getting finished, and then, of course, getting a mentor. So hopefully you've learned a great deal out of today. Thank you so much, Alex. We've really appreciated it. You're the CEO and founder of Marketing Online and, wow, what a show. Thanks very much. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show.